With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Pluto right now, um, today, tomorrow. Uh, it, 
it puts a little spin on it where if we let if our ego gets in the way it can make it a little bit more difficult to to get in touch with that um emotional unconscious access you know, we want to be able to dig in and say, what am I being emotional, emotionally motivated by? We can find that information out if we observe what's going on in our world. But if our ego, Mercury and Aries, if we're too self-identified, like, oh, me and my righteousness, then it's going to be very difficult to be able to use the Pluto moon. And uh, that's why Aries is square to that. It makes it a little more difficult. On a positive note, um, Mercury and Venus are in a very positive relationship to each other. Venus is in Gemini, Mercury is in Aries. I think it's a really good night to share the love, to be able to communicate Mercury, uh, the love, Venus. Venus in Gemini, communication of love, uh, excellent energy going on right now for that. The sun today is at 7 degrees Taurus and uh, really moving into spring. And the full wheel, the astrological wheel, where the planets are around the Earth, quite interesting when I looked at it uh, earlier, uh, there's only two signs that are not represented. So 10 out of 12 signs have a, a planet in them right now. The two signs that are not being represented being Scorpio and Leo. So um, that's fine that, you know, we have a little bit of that dark energy, a little bit of that light energy. It's interesting because uh, Leo is ruled by the sun and uh, Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. And so the, technically, really, those are our extremes because... Um, uh, the sun and Pluto are as far away from each other as you can possibly get. So right now the wheel is full with all of the planets that are between the sun and Pluto. And um, it's an excellent time to create access to all kinds of energy, all kinds of um, uh, growth possibilities right now in identity and in um, finances, career relationships. And it, it, it makes me want to open up the idea that our conversation tonight about success from an astrological standpoint is very broad. You know, there's a very broad uh, concept of what success is and and um, it could be about success in our personal identity. It could definitely be about success in money. We'd all like to be able to have that. And it could be success in communication, our home life, as parents, in our relationships, or as a lover, how to be a better uh, partner to someone. It could be about spiritual success. How can we be more spiritually successful? Uh, certainly in our career, a lot of people want to know about that because socially we connect success with the idea of career and money but there's also friendship uh, you know a successful you know you can judge someone based on the friends they keep apparently and um i think that there's also something successful when we're looking at our inner guides i know i've been really strongly in contact with mine lately asking them for guidance and wisdom and getting their feedback and listening to what it is that they have to say about my reactions and actions in the world so do we have a successful relationship with those entities that are looking out for us? Do you do you know how to access them? Do you know how to just tune in and connect with energies that are there, that are listening to you, that are watching you, that are there to help and guide you? You're not really alone here, and I think that's something really important to know. So do we have a successful relationship with um, those uh, beings, for lack of a better word, 
uh, energies uh, that are actually on our side that are working with us to help us create success in all those other levels. Um, it, it came to me today when I was preparing, you know, for for the show and thinking about success. It's very broad, and we're going to talk about the principles. How do I go about creating success? What's necessary for successful uh, experience in the world? But I felt it was first and foremost probably pretty important to uh, you know talk about what do we want to be successful about? You know, it's not. It can't just be about um, you know money. I mean, that's a facet of it, but that's not what it's all about. So um, I do want to welcome everyone to the show and everyone who's in the chat room and everyone who's listening live. Um, it's a pleasure to have you here. And I also want to say hello to the people who listen to the show in the archives and uh, let you know that uh, we are uh, live on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. and we're also thinking of you. So I do already have a couple of um, people in on the switchboard, and I think I'm going to go over and uh, take a caller. But, uh, you know, hang in there with me. We're going to definitely be talking about the planetary influences of success and how we go about achieving that and using those energies. There we go. Area code 317. It's Dr. Craig, and you're on the Inside Connection. Hi, Dr. Craig. It's Jamie. How are you? I'm good, Jamie. How are you? Just fine, thank you. Good. Let me open up the astrology software for you. Okay. We have talked before, so you have me in there. I figure you saying, Dr. Craig, it's Jamie. You're being awfully friendly with me if you don't know me. Jamie, January 23rd? You've got it. That's me. So what can I help you with tonight? Because you still obviously have a lot of things going on. Remember, you're in the basically pre-time of what we call the middle essence. You know, based on your age, you're going through some really big changes. And uh, one of the big things that's definitely going on right now has to do with... um, what you may have fantasized i'm sure i told you this but you what you may what you may have believed you were going to achieve in your life and um you get to a certain point in your life where what you're doing is you're confronting um are you going to be able to make that happen how do you go about making that happen or what do you really need to let go of yes right going through that yes yeah well it's going to last basically all this year and then as you go into 2013 that's when you're really going to have uh i think a really substantial change for yourself probably in relationship are you in relationship right now no yeah well that's what's coming right that's what part of what this is about and what you're working on and you know five natural planets in sagittarius so you know The person that you're going to be with has to be very spiritual. You're more Sagittarian than you are in Aquarius. I have wondered. You have Sun in Aquarius, but you have Moon, Venus, Neptune, Jupiter, Mars, all in Sag. That's a huge alignment. Five of ten planets were in front of Sagittarius. Remember, it's a literal thing. It's not something we make up in astrology. It's from astronomy. 
So when you were born, there was a big alignment. There was an alignment of planets in Sag, and it makes you truth-seeking and spiritual and quite the little fighter. You know, I mean, you, uh-huh. you, you're not willing to probably let a lot of things slide. Uh-uh. No, that's hard part about yeah. me. Yeah. So what question might you have for me right well, now that I – yeah. Okay, one of my questions is, is I was reading that wherever your north node is, that right. is where your career is supposed to be. Is this where your correct? career is supposed to be? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, not really. No, I don't I don't think that that's actually wherever you got that from. That's fine. I'm going to automatically disagree with it. Um, your north node is in Aquarius in the first house. So to me, it's about the establishment of your identity through your friends. And since you also have Venus and the moon in the 11th house, which is the natural house of Aquarius, you have a theme in your chart about establishing friendships and then observing who you are through those friendships. It's, it's even more than just individual friendships. It's also about groups. So, um, you know... It, it's a little too general to say that your north node is only connected to your career because your north node could be in the fifth house and then it might be about your children. You know, it might be in your seventh house and then it would be about your marriage. So it is the destiny point for those people who are listening to the show and want to know a little bit more about the north node. It's it's something in astrology that points to our purpose. We call it destiny point, but it doesn't literally mean destiny like we think, oh, my God, wherever the north node is, that's what we're going to just automatically encounter. The north node points to our purpose, and your north node is in Aquarius in the first. The first house is not really about your career. It's about who you are. But you also have the sun in Aquarius in the first house. So you have a lot of first house energy, which means that you're really here to be like a driving force, a visionary force, but that doesn't necessarily mean in your career. It just means that you like taking charge. You would do that in general in all kinds of, um, you know, relationships and in all aspects of your life. Part of the challenge, I think, of being a first house son is to recognize that other people have ideas too and how do you compromise, how do you get along with them. That's why it's Aquarius in there for you. How do you incorporate your own strong vision with the vision of uh, those people around you who you actually like and feel friendship with? That's a big part of your your purpose is to create collaborations of friends. Um, it can be about business for sure, the first house. We could say, well, from there it could be about do you want to create an enterprise with those friends? Would you like to create a business with them? But it doesn't have to be about that. It could just simply be about um, who you are with them, seeing your own generosity, your own humanitarianism. It doesn't have to be about your career. Okay. Wonderful. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. I mean, it's it's uh, it's awfully nice to have you call in again. You know, you're always welcome on the show. Thank you. I Thanks. so appreciate that. Thank you for great advice. Okay, hon. Have a great night. You do the same. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Awesome. So I'm here still, yes, and uh, notice just my blog talk switchboard panel is working really slowly, and so I'm getting a little spinny wheel, and and then uh, the microphone cuts on and off 
kind of slowly. So let's take a look at the planets, not not in a uh, you know in a didactic way, because I know I don't want to just like give out information, but let's really talk about what they are and 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 how we use like a transplanetary energy to create success. What does each planet talk about? So. We'll start from out further and work our way in, and the success principle is usually based on the planets that we're, we can visibly see. Remember, you can see with your naked eye, no binoculars, no telescope, all of the planets from Saturn all the way into Mercury. You can see all of those with, just with your eyes. If you knew where they were, someone could point at it and go, oh, that's Saturn, that's Jupiter. And I think some people know, for instance, that like if you look in the west right now and you see a really, really bright one. I read a funny story this week, actually, about an airplane. <laughs> I think it was Air Canada that the 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 pilot was taking a legal like rest. He was allowed to sleep for 20 minutes or whatever. And when he woke up and looked out the front window, he thought a plane was coming right at him and it was Venus. And he took this huge dive in the plane, something crazy like that. So um, um, Venus is kind of bright and we can definitely see it with our eyes. So we'll start with Saturn because it's the farthest out, and we'll we'll talk about a couple of them. Then maybe I'll take another caller here because there's a few people on in the switchboard. And thanks for holding. Um, Saturn is the more serious, right? But we know we can't have success unless we have a method, unless we have a plan, unless we've decided to take something step by step. So that's the first thing is that when you want to achieve something of success, you have to have a plan. You have to establish the steps. You have to know what those steps are. You have to be willing to put them into action. Um, you have to make sure that you have the money, the time, and the foundation, right? All of that is Saturn. Very hard to do anything successfully if you're not going to have, well, if it's business for sure, the money, the time, and the foundation. If you want to even have, right, a kid and be able to do it successfully, you plan it, you have a method, and then you make sure you have the money, the time, and the foundation to raise that kid. Because if you don't have a, you know, a good home environment, if you don't have money to buy baby food, that's not going to be a good thing for your kid. So success on all those levels. Remember, we're talking about home life, parenting, relationships, career, friendship, spiritual identity, and even the relationship and the success that you have with your inner guides, you have to first say, okay, I want to have a more successful relationship with my inner guides. What would be the steps? And then you have to make sure that you have the time to work on that, that you have the foundation, that you have a place where you can get in touch with them. If it was about friendship, it's the same thing. You have to make sure that you have the time and that you have the foundation that you you know there there are places where you like to go or clubs or groups where you like to meet them and if it's about being more successful with money or your career same thing you have to make a plan you have to have a method you have to go step by step the very first thing is saying like i want to achieve this right i want to achieve this goal and it's all about creating action because nothing just materializes out of thin air 
it just doesn't. We we we're we're the stewards of the material plane, and so we're the ones that are working on creating our success out of it. So Saturn is all about the physical plane, and the first thing is step by step. Or am I going to do, uh, you know, a mailing? Or let's say I want to have a better successful relationship with family. So am I going to remember their birthdays? Well, what are their birthdays? Am I going to remember to call them? Am I going to do this or that? Those are the steps. Okay, and you have to be able to uh, know what they are and plan to act on them. Jupiter, on the other hand, for those of you who've been listening to the Planet series, know that it's the opposite of that. It's all about expansion. It's not about seriousness and method. And Jupiter is like, oh, I don't have time to just spend time on all those steps and all that method. Give me some flexibility. Give me some limitlessness. Give me some growth. Give me some, you know, like outside the box. And that's where, in any of the variety of examples, you have spontaneity, you have flexibility. So Jupiter says, you know, don't just have your step-by-step and create such rigidity that you don't see that your success should have the fun of spontaneity in it. Maybe along the way, right, Maybe along the way of creating success with your business, you sent out a mailing. You don't really have it in your steps to necessarily go visit a potential new client, but a client writes you and asks you to come and visit. So see opportunity that happens along the way because that will happen. As soon as you start with the the Saturnian element and start grounding your goal in a step-by-step process, creation of that goal through a method and for for all of us no matter what it is you can just sit down and you can say I want to create this as my success right now this is where I feel like I need to be a little bit more successful what is it that I could do to create success that's coming right out of your inner voice that's coming right out of your guides those are your steps whatever they are those are the steps that you want to take make sure that you allow for the flexibility to expand on those steps and embrace the opportunities that come along while you're trying to create them. I'm going to go to the switchboard. Hi, you're on the Inside Connection. Hi, Dr. Craig. How are you? Good. Who is this? This is Gigi. Gigi? Yes, it is. Hi, how are you? Good, Have I good. spoken to you before? I think, yes, once before. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see if I have, you know, your, your, your information. Yes. Okay, it's July 17th, 1958. July 17th, 1958. Do you know the time? Yes, 10.19 a.m. 10.19 a.m., And uh, Birthtown? New York. In Manhattan? New York, New York, yes. Got it. I was also born in Manhattan. Oh. Great place to be from. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, Great. So July 17th, 1958, 1019 in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a.m. Okay, yeah, AM, 10:19 AM. Got it. Um interesting chart, a lot of stuff going on in your 11th house, which is the house of friendship, but you have Venus in Gemini in the 10th. So, 
you know, you're very funny and you're a good communicator and you're a good teacher and um, you're a good, you're, you know, a nurturing personality who tells a good story. Um, I think probably because of the 11th house, you probably take some of the Leo in your personality and project it onto your friends. So if you have friends and friendships with really big personalities, that wouldn't surprise me at all. In relationships, you're attracted to people who probably have a tendency to be a little bit full of themselves because you have Aries, the Mars and Aries over in the 8th. So for a woman, you're going to potentially project that Mars energy onto a lover, and you kind of have to be careful that you're not just bringing in narcissists. And oh, I'm sure you've had your share of that. Mm -hmm. um, and are you married right now? Not right now. Not yeah. right now. Um, some financial success through relationships. Saturn has been in your second house for a little while, so if money's been a little tight, stays like that for another few months, but then you get some relief from that by the fall. Um, just sort of looking, you know, those are the general things that are jumping out at me. You have Saturn in the fourth house, but that's about your father, and that's pretty serious, so we're not going to talk about that on the radio show. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, what's your specific question you want to ask? Well, I I happen to know that uh, Venus is turning retrograde right on the degree of my own Venus. Uh-huh. Yes, as a matter of fact, it is. <laughs> so <laughs> I was just wondering what you might have to share with well, me. Well, I think that. it's some uh, you know, in old astrology they would they would talk about um uh, like an old lover coming back to you, especially for that particular alignment where Venus is turning retrograde right on your Venus. But, you know, a Venus-Venus conjunction is very nice, and a stationary, um, a stationary Venus is, um, is, is sort of a very good thing to have on your Venus because it just magnifies the... Um, it magnifies the energy of your of your Venus, but it, you know it could really just represent at a certain point just a good connection at work because it's the tenth house. Um, something with uh, with a with a female coworker because it's Venus in the tenth. So there are a lot of different permutations of you know what what that could really represent. I think that it's reasonable to say that. Um, you know, Venus is the ruler of your second house. Venus is also the ruler of your ninth. So, because of Libra and Taurus, okay? So, in, in it, for me, if you're expecting some money, that could be good for you because Venus is the ruler of your second. So, if there's some uh, someone who owes you money, if you're expecting a larger than usual tax return, um, if uh, someone's just going to, um, you know, if it's going to be as simple as just someone taking you out for a couple of lunches or you have a few weeks where it's going to be very nice. I think it's good because retrograde in your 10th house, it brings beauty and that humor to your public reputation. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think, the, the, the overview. I don't necessarily say like, oh, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a total sign of love or something like that. I think Jupiter going into your 10th house and Jupiter conjuncting your Venus, uh, probably it goes retrograde, and it won't happen until early 2013. I don't have that book right. I don't, you know, I don't have that exactly right in front of me. But it's within now the next year that Jupiter is going to conjunct your Venus. That's a sign of a sign of love. 
And why is that a sign of love? Um, because Jupiter is the ruler of your fourth house, so it has to do with home, and it has to do with, um, like, most personal. So I see, you know, um, you know, Jupiter in your chart will gain its power from your your home your home life and your personal home life. So it would say uh, Jupiter conjuncting your Venus, love comes into your home. Uh, I mean, you know, mm. it's the ruler of your ninth and your second. So maybe that would be with a foreigner. Maybe that would be with somebody that, you know, you're not. It, it, foreigner doesn't even necessarily mean from Europe. It can mean from California if you live in New York, you know. But but I, but I see it more as a sign of love because of the rulership. It's also a much stronger transit than mm. uh, Venus conjunct Venus, even even by the, you know, stationary retrograde motion that you're talking about. It's not a bad energy. I don't see the retrograde Venus in your 10th and on your natal Venus as a bad energy at all. But I don't necessarily see it either as bringing about a new love interest. I see it much more about you reviewing somebody who you've already been with. Mm -hmm. You having Mm -hmm. that going on already? Well, I am. I am revealing. Yeah. That's very, very true. And I just, my uh, more, I guess my specific question would be, does it represent a time when that person is going to come back into my life? Or not yes, necessarily? Yes, it does, I think. And then you re- you really review it while Venus is retrograde, and by the end you decide whether you want to be with them or not. You know, I mean, that's, okay. but, you know, during the retrograde Venus you will review the relationship with this person and whether you actually want to make it make some make a commitment of it or during that review period um you find out the reason why it didn't work out the first time and that reason is still the same mm-hmm. um generally in your chart um yeah it's kind of up in the air i mean venus will retrograde and actually square your ascendant that's not a bad sign for, you know, that the relationship will will find some good points. You know, in other words, you'll, during the retrograde, you'll find something positive about the relationship. So that's a good sign, too. Or that maybe some shifts have occurred. Correct. To make that uh, what may did, maybe didn't look so well or work out so well if those shifts do actually occur. They Correct. Could and I mean, you know, again, retrograde Venus and Gemini, if you're not, if you're not more communicative, you know, communicative about the relationship, I mean, you know, you get to a certain age and now it's time for you to open up. You don't have to play games, right? Right, right. I would definitely take the opportunity to, um, you know, share some of your feelings you have some very deep feelings beyond just the the laughter the laughter is going to be there for sure mhm mhm well that all sounds really good yeah you'll have to call me back and let me know how it goes <laughs> i will Craig. thank Listen, you so you have much. a good night yeah you too good you to too. talk to you same here bye bye so we're talking about the success principle. I'm Dr. Craig Martin. This is Inside Connection Radio on Blog Talk Radio, live from Los Angeles every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Pacific. For those of you who are in the central time zone, 
New Orleans or somewhere like that, then it is 10 p.m. when the show starts. And for everybody that's on the East Coast, it starts at 11. Um, we're up to Mars, and Mars is that active vital principle, you know, like pushing through. You've got to push through. Victory is going to come from your effort. So for uh, the Mars energy in, in success, you have to be prepared to fight for the success of whatever it is that you want, right? Somebody was saying the other day about parenting, like, oh, God, when they're teenagers, just don't give up. You know, just throw your hands up in the air and be like, oh, I give up. Well, successful parenting is about not doing that. It's about being able to fight through the difficulties and separation and know that at that time you're still having to guide them and offer them support. And the same thing with being successful in your career or your business, when you hit walls, when you hit impasses, when it looks like you're not able to break through your goal, buckle down, right? That's why Mars' ruler of Aries, because Aries is going to kick some, and it does. It knocks doors down. And that's why it's the ram. So you have to have that energy also for success. Be active, be vital, push through blocks and, you know, and and see it yield. See uh, little blocks in your path yield. Because remember, the universe wants to see how much do you want it. How much do you want it? So be strong, push through. If you really want it, you will. And that's why Venus is a part of the success principle, because you've got to love it. You've got to love what you're looking for for success. If you don't love it, how are you going to make a success out of it? And that's our Mars-Venus aspect, right? Vital strength and energy and the ability to, to knock down those doors, right? That's a part of anybody that talks about business success, but it's also about success, you know, with anybody. If you're just going to walk away, you're not going to have success with with whatever it is that you're looking for, especially if you just walk away at the first signs of difficulty. We can talk about relationship success. Mars energy says, is it worth fighting for? Is it worth fighting for the relationship, the goal? And so you've got to be willing to do that. And Venus says you've got to love it, because if you don't love it, you're not going to fight for it. Area code 435, you're on the inside connection. Hi, Are you there? this is Dr. Craig. It is. Hi, Dr. Craig, this is Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Hi. How are you? And I'm terrific. Where are you calling I'm, me from? I'm calling you from Utah. I know. However, I'm great. Do you want me to look Um, at your chart tonight? I would love you to tell me. um, I'm listening to this, and I'm following, you know, little here, little there. But can you suggest a book for a beginner, um, something that would give me some kind of an idea of exactly what you're talking about? (laughs) Um, actually, what I'm well, yeah, it's interesting because what I'm talking about is a collaboration or a, a conglomeration, really, of information that I know probably from a lot of books, and I'm synthesizing it down into like the very simplest form. And I know a lot of my shows are kind of class-like, and I do include, you know, but I like using the show as a teaching tool. So, um. 
what I could do also is I could take some of the information and I could post it online. So why don't I say that I'll do that and I'll post some information online on the LA Healer page and um, I'll leave it up there for a little while because I have access to it as an administrator. Um, it's about it's about the that the planets themselves rule specific energies. Okay. In other words, Saturn is more of a of a methodical and task oriented energy, and we have to have that in our lives. When uh, when we meet someone who's Saturnian, it could be a teacher or a police officer, they make us kind of slow down. They make us follow the rules, right? So uh-huh. I was talking about in success, Saturn makes us establish the rules, like what are our rules going to be for success? Jupiter might be like the crazy guy that you go out with who's like, yeah, let's go really fast tonight. There's no cops around. And so you get to experience something really crazy, and that's also really important because you push past your limits and your boundaries, and you have to have that for success. So what I'm talking about is the different ways that astrology talks about bringing success into your life and how you can incorporate those energies in regardless of what you want to be successful doing. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you want me to look at your chart? Yeah. Okay, so Scorpio, what's your birthday? November 3rd, 1950. 11.03.9050. Do you know the time? I don't know the time. Okay, that's fine. Okay. And the birthplace? Um, Austin in New York. Westchester. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had Gigi, and she was from New York, and you're from New York. and Westchester yeah. and out to Utah with you. Yes. Good, strong chart, Gretchen. Um, you know, uh, Scorpio, strong Scorpio, very powerful, very intimacy-oriented, a real truth seeker, somebody that doesn't like any BS and loves to speak the truth. You've got Mars and Sagittarius, you're spiritual, uh, you know, you love your friends dearly, uh, you really get a lot from them, they really help you expand and grow, and they've saved you immeasurably. Um, you know, you've got the moon conjunct Pluto and Leo, it gives you a big personality. Sometimes you probably find that um, you're in conflict between wanting to be the center of attention and wanting to hope that nobody notices you because the Scorpio part is sometimes more like, oh, God, you know, I want my privacy. But the Leo part of you is like, bring it on. Where's the spotlight? You know, so you probably spend some time trying to negotiate the balance between you know, your sex appeal, really, because Leo and Scorpio are both very powerful sex appeal energies for different reasons. Scorpio, for an emotionally deep reason, people are attracted to that. They so much want to be known. They want to be seen. And you're somebody that just sees people. And then the Leo part, because you're going to be so friendly and warm and generous and huggy and lovey. So that combination is very appealing to people. Um, as far as like prediction and stuff like that, right now, based on your age, you're going through something that's fairly intense. Um, do you have kids? Yes. 
Yeah. So if something fairly intense going on, maybe with your kids, because it's uh, Uranus and uh, Cancer in the sixth house, um, maybe. Maybe it has to do with your kids. If it doesn't have to do with your kids, it's just about who you nurture. Not knowing your birth time makes it a little difficult to actually pinpoint exactly what it's about. But let's just say that whatever is getting stirred up in you right now, whatever needs to shift, whatever needs to change, if it is somewhat your relationship to one of the kids or the kids are going to go through something that's going to be good for them fundamentally, but it's going to sort of shake you up a little because mm-hmm. you ex- you don't expect it to be so sudden or so you know so much change, you're going to have to allow that to happen in order to be able to get through this properly. And remember, here's the good thing to remember, is that this represents an enormous time of freedom for you. So however it looks, what you're really looking for right now is your own personal freedom and independence to create action. Oh, my God. All right. There's your little mini reading for tonight. I'm going to have to put this in an email. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know you're welcome to. You know you're welcome to. Write me anytime. Yeah, I will. Um, Thanks. Thank you so much. I, oh, my gosh. Yes, you're so welcome. I, I got, what a pleasure. I got way what a more pleasure. than I expected. <laughs> okay, honey. Well, you know, you can look me up on uh, lahaler.com, and um, I'm doing readings via Skype and telephone as well. So in case okay. you know anybody out there in Utah who you think I could help, you can either refer sure. them to the show if they want to air out all their dirty laundry in public, or <laughs> they can call me and we can do a reading in private. Okay. Gretchen, okay, thanks Dr. for calling. Craig, You're thank welcome, you. honey. You're welcome. Okay. So we have a little bit more to do in that success principle, and that's Mercury, the moon, and the sun, right? So Mercury is all about communication, and you have to be able to communicate your idea. You're going to have to be able to communicate it to others, right? So you're going to have to communicate. If you have a successful relationship, what's the number one thing everyone says, right? Communication, communication, communication. We communicate. Oh, we communicate very well. If you don't have communication, how are you going to be able to have success with anything or anyone, you know, like communicating what you need. If you want the success of going out and buying yourself a new car, you're going to have to communicate with the salesperson what it is that your needs are. Otherwise, you're not going to leave feeling like you had a successful experience. So communication is always a part of it. You have to lay out there with words, the way human beings convey their ideas, um, what it is that you need and, um, you know, what it is that you expect to get back. The last two are not really planets, right? But we know in astrology we call them planets because from the Earth's point of view, they move across the sky, right, including the sun, because we're spinning, but we don't really know that. Like, from our point of view, we don't really feel that we're spinning. It looks like the sun's going around us. But uh, So in astrology, we look at the moon and the sun in a similar way to the planets because they do go around us. And uh, so, you know, the sun is there, but uh, sometimes it's on the opposite side of the earth. Sometimes it's straight up above us. Anyway, without being too weird and technical about astrology, the sun and the moon are considered planets in astrology because they also do transit across the sky. The moon in success says we have to have this, this uh, goal 
the thing we want to be successful about, it has to come from deep within us. It can't be something that somebody else hands to us. You know, I think sometimes people are like, oh, you know, success for you would be if you would become a doctor. Oh, success for you would be if you get married. And sometimes we buy into that, but we must look within. We have to look within at our own deeper uh, values, at our own deeper um, inside in order to be able to find out uh, what the success really is and um, where is it really coming from. And then the counterpoint to that is the sun energy, which is basically your, your most personal vital essence. And so the goal and the success that you want has to be an expression of who you are. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't create success out of something if it's not going to really reflect who you are. Same kind of thing. It's difficult to be successful at um, at something that's not really of your own uh, intention. You know, we talked about intention, and intention, I guess, is at the beginning of this, right? You intend to be successful. Uh, you want to go back to school and become a lawyer or something, right? So you have to do the Saturn thing. You have to say, well, in order for me to do that, not only am I going to have to do all the school things, but I have to plan the application, get all the prerequisites in order, right? Wait for the opportunity, push through in case there's anything that holds me back. I have to love it. I have to love it. I have to want to be that. It has to come from inside of me. It can't just come because, you know, somebody told me, oh, that might be nice for you. Um, And then it has to be able to express who you are because all the things in our outer world are expressions of who we fundamentally think we are. That's Those are the planets, and those are the way that they speak about success, no matter what kind of success you're looking for um, in the world. Uh, I do have one more call on the switchboard. 818, you're on the Inside Connection. Hi, Dr. Craig. It's Tamara. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Great. I was wondering if I could get um, a little mini reading on the current transits. Sure. Great. Do you have some specific in mind? Because I know you kind of know. Well, um, after we had a July short reading. July 18th, right? So, yeah, 78. Yeah. I did meet someone. I actually have two wonderful men in my life at the moment. Okay, great. And, um, and I'm sort of looking for a full-time job, too, so... Great. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think with Pluto, uh, you know, around your moon, that's very helpful for work because your moon's in Capricorn. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, Pluto in your chart rules the eighth house. So I think that there's, um, you know, it's always about finding somebody that you can collaborate with because I think you're interested in that. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Pluto actually in Libra, so that reinforces that. That, that notion so mm-hmm. it's about you know like somebody that would like for you to be like a force in their in their company or job or wherever you know that you're not in your own you know you have Aries rising so you're very strong and very independent and 
you know, there's some strong Leo in your chart. So I think it I think it's it has to be for you that you find someone. Also the moon in, in Capricorn's in the ninth, so it could come from a foreigner. Uh, the collaboration could be that someone from a foreign source is looking for you to help them with uh, an American division or something in the United States that has to do with foreign uh, business. Hmm. Um, in relationship to the lovers, yeah. Um, any spe- anything specific that you want to say? Um, well, they're both wonderful, um, getting to know them both. I think, um, I don't know, I just wanted to look at the overall feel for my love life. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm glad that Mars is direct. Mm -hmm. That's good, because while Mars was direct, while Mars was retrograde in your fifth house, it might have been a good time to meet them, but it wouldn't have been a good time to deepen the relationship. Right. And now Mars is actually going to conjunct your Venus probably in the next few days. So uh-huh. you might you might actually feel more sexually attracted to one of them than the other during the yes. next week. You have to be yeah. careful of that because that's not necessarily the person that's the right one. You know, like, and so you have right. to just continue to take a look at who they are, and conversely, uh, the one that you might think that you're not as sexually attracted to might seem a lot more sexually appealing because mm-hmm. of something that happens. Um, you're, you have a lot of perfectionism in your chart, so, you know, mm-hmm. if someone disappoints you, then you're likely to not feel that good about them, where someone else might surprise you, and then you mm-hmm. might find them more appealing. Mm-hmm. Um. What about the Neptune opposition Venus that's coming up? That's uh, not coming up for like another two years. Oh, really? I yeah. mean Venus opposition Neptune, sorry. Oh, Venus opposition Neptune. Yeah. Yeah, and Venus is going to be retrograde, you know, so you'll have a few passes of that. It's a good question. I like I like the I like that question. Because I like the Venus retrograde. Um, let me see where it is. Do, 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 do. Venus Mars. Uh, I mean, you know, it's like Venus Neptune contacts are nice because they can, you know, you can't take it too seriously. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You have to you have to just allow that to be the rose colored glasses that it's gonna be for a few months because someone mm-hmm. might seem very appealing. Mm-hmm. You know? Again, you have Neptune and Sagittarius, so the person who seems foreign and exotic and mysterious to you, that person mm-hmm. is very attractive, but also it's you know, it's Venus Neptune. It's it's all like pink bubbles and you know, they pop eventually. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I wouldn't make any real moves during that time. But it's certainly mm-hmm. going to be fun and romantic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Venus trine Pluto, how would that impact the current, you know, the current phase? Uh, that's more about work. That's okay. more about your business. Uh, okay. You know, because it's Venus in the second house, which is the house of money, trying Pluto, which is your mm-hmm. relationship with jobs and employers, and Pluto is conjuncting your moon. So I would put that transit more with, 
you know, getting along in a positive way with an employer mm-hmm. or having an excellent interview. Okay. Okay, great. Great. And right. so with romance, not to solidify anything. I wouldn't right now. For the next two, three months. Correct. Until Venus goes direct, and then it's going to – I don't have that in front of me either. Sorry about that. Okay. But um, I know it goes retrograde soon, and it will be that way for like almost eight weeks, I think, right? Okay. So, yeah, I'll get that information for next week's show because it's coming okay. up, so it's going to be something people are going to want to talk about even more. Okay, great. All right. Listen, Thank it's good you. to talk to you. You too. Thanks so much. Think about having a visit. Okay, I will. Okay, and I'll talk to you <laughs> okay. soon. Bye. Thanks. Bye. You're welcome. It's always great having everybody on the show, and I'm really grateful for the callers, and I'm really grateful for, you know, the people who have been in the chat room live with me for this for tonight because it's been a really nice and interesting show. I really like it. It's, it's as a teacher, just to share. I mean, I think as as all of us as teachers, and I was listening to uh, somebody else for a little while today. I had a little break and. I noticed that they were on the air for a little while, so I checked in with their show. And there's always something to hear and learn, but I definitely could hear that she was talking to herself about something that she had learned for her own growth, her own spiritual growth. And I think that the way that the shows manifest for us, even as teachers, are the things that we most need to hear. They say that. So I know that tonight, especially when I talked about Mars energy, because it's like that's a that's a hard one, right? You go, oof, you know, you work so hard, you want to create success, and then, you know, I heard myself say, you know, push through. Ah, there it is. That's the thing, you know. Double down. Double down those efforts, you know. Put those affirmations up all around the computer. I'm doing this. I'm achieving this. Double down. Send out even more outflow, you know. Join another dating site. Don't give up. You want success? You're going to have to, um, you know, fully put yourself out there. Keep your intention in mind. Continue to go step by step and um and uh and 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 provide the effort and the action to make it happen. <clears throat> I'm Dr. Craig Martin and this is the Inside Connection. Tonight I'm going to leave you with a new one from Neil Young. Absolutely love this. Just love it. It's called Sign of Love. See you next week.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.